Welcome back once again to the Internet Advisor. Foster Brown here, along with Gary Baker, Cal Carson, and our special guest host, and that is Damien Roki, who is the CEO and co-founder of Grand Circus. And um, Yeah, Damien, we're really happy to have you on. We've had Grand Circus on in the past, but we've not had you on, so welcome. No. No, it's great to be. You had Derek last time, but we've known each right. other for a long time, Gary. It's we good, have. It's good to be here. And and you guys have done just a great job of really helping um, coalesce a lot of the actual internet technology companies in downtown Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been um, it's been a great. It's almost four years now, which is kind of hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember your first your first office. I was up there before it was really kind of ready, and uh, <laughs> yes. and I thought, well, yeah, you got a little more to do here, and there's a little more to do there, and um, but it looked pretty good, and you had an open house, and that was great. I came back two years later. Well, I came back a couple times before between that, but even two years later, the same stuff was <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> it was, there was a lot of hand waving, a lot of you know imagining and, at that time, and and you and it's a great space, uh, and. People and you really open it up for a lot of uses, don't you? Yeah, we do. We have um, we have an, uh, our locations down on Grand Circus Park, which is where we got our name from. And um, a lot of what we do is we try to be sort of the community organizer around tech, um, in particular tech entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So we've always had events and co working and all sorts of things. Um, but most of what we do is actually training. Um, right. And and mm-hmm. one of the things that um, you know most people working in in tech in Detroit know is that there's a a chronic shortage of developers. Um, you kind of hear that everywhere, and that's really yeah. our focus, to try to get more people into the profession. When you say developers, who are you talking about for our audience? Say, what it, you say there's a chronic lot. We've heard there's a lack of tech um, ability, period. The, the people coming out of schools, they say, well, there's not enough of them, they say. But when you say there's developers, yeah. that's like a cut above, isn't it? It's a, it's a good question. I mean, you know... Th- and, and Detroit, by the way, and people don't, not many people know this, in terms of tech, which is a very broad definition, mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot very of broad. roles within tech, you know, network administrators, cybersecurity, mm-hmm. you know, software developers. Um, you know, we we focus on on software developers and, and in particular web development technologies. Um, and, and so that's our focus. So even people that maybe don't want to be a programmer long term, they really can benefit, though, coming through some of your classes, right? Yeah, look, we have... Yes, we have we have classes which um, you know for those that are kind of curious about technology. Um, for the most part, though, and and our model may have changed a little bit, Gary, since you were down um, speaking speaking to us last time. For the most part, our classes are really preparing people for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so the way it works is, you know, we take people that have maybe considered you know entering a tech career in our case, you know, right. software development career, um, and we take them and for ten weeks. They work. They study full time. You call that a boot camp, right? A boot camp, yeah. Right. And then, it, and it's two weeks off site, and then eight weeks in a classroom. You know, working with, um, working, you know, with other students to kind of learn. And then, and then we get them a job. So it's um, while there are people that are curious, and we have classes about you know the the hobbyists, if you like. We're very much oriented towards getting people a job, and in fact, yeah, the the current. Um, track record is around 92% of getting Wonderful. a job within three wow. months. So now, you said it was kind of just you brushed it, almost slid past, and then we get them a job. That's a big part of it. Yeah. That's a huge part. This isn't like, uh, you know, some electronics company on the back of a matchbook, you know, where you pay your money, go through the courses, and bye bye, <laughs> be well. Yeah, look, it's. Um it's a really important part of our, our our promise. Now we don't we don't get them a job per se. I mean, we kind of lead the horse to water, so to speak. I got you. Um, but you know, the the reason that we've been successful doing that is that we spend a lot of time 
um, working with employers, like understanding the, mm-hmm. the demand. Yep. Um, and, and it's not just the technical skills, but the soft skills, you know, the sorts of skills that you want to, your developers Absolutely. to have on your team. Yeah, yeah. And so we take those conversations and that insight and we work backwards. And, and um, you know, it's meant that we're really setting up our students to be successful. And, when, and the 60, more than 60 employers who have hired our graduates, they just love our talent, you know, for that reason. Well, and Cal- I, oh, I have um, recommended people come to oh, your classes. Thanks, Gary. Um, and sometimes people have told me, they said, you know, I don't want to be a developer the rest of my life. I said, you still have to start there, right? If you really understand the development process, if you know code, right, then go work in that that job for the next couple of years. And then if you want to move into, say, a business analyst role mm-hmm. or some other role, even into, you know, project management, you've got a much better chance of being successful. People will hire you because you have that background, right? Absolutely. Or well, even if you just want a business role and you're, and you're right. working with developers, it can be a pretty handy skill set. Um, sure. It's yeah. kind of the way of the world. Cal, you had a question? Well, I got a thousand questions now. <laughs> okay. Uh, no it? American football. That, that's the only role. <laughs> All right. Then. I'll make sure not to do anything like that at all. You talk about people coming in to learn. Uh, give us a demographic of the type of person that would come in. Great question. So we have two types of student. Um, there are people that have sort of had a career in IT or have, have studied IT, um, some sort of IT, uh, and maybe looking to retool. Their skills are out of date. Uh-huh. But but the largest audience that we you know that we sort of serve are people that want to change careers. Um, so oh. we get people from all sorts of background. We've had teachers, we've had waitresses, we've had, you know, women returning to the workforce after raising their families, you know, all sorts of backgrounds. Um, but then, you know, beyond that, it's it's a pretty broad age kind of um, sort of band. And then um, the thing that we're really proud about, um, which, you know, I think distinguishes us and is a particularly hot theme in tech right now, is that we have a lot of our class, we have a lot of women and people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, I think 39% of our students are women and Thirty-seven percent people of color, which for the tech profession is is off the charts. Well, wow, you, that's and you know what's um, what's interesting about people's perception about a developer, right? Which is, oh, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to code bits and bytes and zeros and ones, and that's not like that at all. So much of um, of being a developer today is being creative. It's saying, okay, here's the use case. Uh, an actor, a, a person, a user coming into a website, let's say, or coming into an application, they need to be able to do this. Well, how do you do that? You just have some words. You've got to translate that into something that actually works, working code. And it's a really creative process, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a great example of some of the soft skills that I think are, are undersold. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'd, I'd add to that that, you know, it's no longer a profession where you're sitting in a room on your own. You know, right. you yeah. have to be able to work with people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, around yeah. a table sometimes, right? Right. Yeah. You have to be able to communicate, you know, your work. And, and so communication skills are also really critical and maybe yeah. not what you'd expect when you kind of describe the stereotypical, you know, software developer is not sort of the first thing that will come to mind as being a critical skill, but certainly it's more than just the, the zeros and ones, as you say. Right. Well, that brings up even a crazier question. So I walk into a room at your place, I'm going to see someone Gary's age talking with someone, you know, half Gary's age. and, and That's and really young, person. though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there's Just out of high school? These... I'm not sure we have anyone Gary's age, by the way. <laughs> not, it's not that old. Yeah, nobody, well, you know, no, every now and then you Nobody just go... my age would ever try to learn something new. <laughs> so. but, Joking, Jack. But when you have so many of those different um, uh, spreads and culture and, and environment and age groups and stuff like that, how do you make them all work together? Well, that's the, that's the secret sauce, Cal. Yeah, <laughs> come to one of those classes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to just come along and 
know, have a look. I mean, it's it's um it's a really good question, and and um and it's not just the the spread of ages. It's also we we spend a lot of time thinking about the level people are at in terms of their understanding at the beginning. Because mm-hmm. you can imagine a classroom, if ever you've been in a class, if you have someone that's really advanced and someone who's very junior, it can be a very difficult dynamic to manage. So as it turns out, we don't accept everybody that applies for our boot camps. We're very careful to vet and, and get the right spread. But I think the thing that we've learned is that the greater the diversity in the class, yep. you know, whether it be ages, backgrounds, whatever, the, the, the richer the experience for students. So that's actually what you described as really great when we see you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, right? It is diversity because, yeah. you know, so many times you're sitting here going, okay, this is what they said they wanted. What do you think that means? And you get, you know, a middle-aged woman having one opinion, uh, somebody of color with a different opinion, somebody that's really young having a, a third opinion, and you meld that all together and find out, hey, maybe there's a couple of use cases here that we have to deal with. Absolutely. And, and that's the creative part, and that's the fun part. Of Damien, as I was reading some of the background on, on, on your involvement, um, uh, you were, when you first came into the Detroit area and started setting up um, Grand Circus, you were really focused on a different style of of learning. Am I right? That was one of the the, the insights that uh, Josh Linkner and and some of the other people you were working with had. You wanted to go about teaching people these skills in a completely different way. Absolutely. I mean, it was more than just the way we taught. I mean, it's it's kind of a difficult thing to describe on radio. If, if you come down to our our um, our offices, um, it doesn't feel anything like. You know, a traditional classroom. Yeah. There's lots of colour and there's lots of light. Um, lots of desks aren't arranged in sort of a haphazard manner. So we really thought Sounds about exciting. the entire experience. But then, you know, it's everything else the way we teach as well. When we come back, uh, Damien Rookie, who is the CEO and co-founder of Grand Circus, is with us. And we're going to talk about also what you're doing with entrepreneurs in this very city. I'd like to give a tip of the hat to Mike Satcher, engineer, who is serving a number of different roles here. He is going to be uh, helping to uh, answer the phones as well as being our engineer. Thanks, Mike, so much for what you're doing there. And in studio with us, we're delighted to have Damien Roki, who is the CEO and one of the co-founders of Grand Circus, which is, boy, it's just so much more, Damien, than just a learning center. Because you folks are involved in community events. You have a, a co-working space for uh, for entrepreneurs, I mean, you really have dug your hands into the city of Detroit uh, in more than just kind of being another trade school. You really are getting in there and helping to develop this whole, what do you call it, the atmosphere of what well, is Detroit's tech world. Yeah, Grand Circus is part of what uh, Dan Gilbert calls his family of companies. Yeah, I love and, that. Um, and more than just a member, really one of the leaders to help get all of the other companies kind of to work within the city, with together and within the city, right? Yeah, thanks, Gary. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Gary. We are, we are part of the family. You know, I think our role, we've always seen it sort of being twofold. There's definitely, you know, the community-related, you know, connective tissue, if you like, for the yes. community. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we were very fortunate, um, you know, to, to sort of launch with in our very early days was a partnership with Google. So with mm-hmm. Google, we have, we're one of... Was seven. It's now ten. Um, wow. Google for entrepreneur tech hubs across the country, which means that we can do a lot for entrepreneurs in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So, really critical part of what we do. But then, you know, the, the majority of what we do, as I mentioned earlier, is we train people for, for jobs. And so, it's 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 a school with a you know a bit of a community role. And you've you've morphed over time and really gone out to um, to to really see that where the need is, and then develop a program around it. And there's one that you have targeted directly at women. Yeah, I mean, there are several programs like that. I mean, I, I think I mentioned earlier that, that uh, there's a, a, a real theme in tech that was really started by Google to try to get more diversity, you know, mm-hmm. generally in, in mm-hmm. sort of on tech teams. And, 
you know, something that, you know, we've, we've observed for a long time is, and, and, and really wanted to try to impact is the lack of women that are sort of working in software yeah, development. Yeah, really is. Um, and so we developed a program called Develop Her, Mm-hmm. Um, which is a I love it. <laughs> boot, camp, boot camp for women. Uh, run, it's running. It's, it's about to finish. Actually, it runs for ten weeks, um, teaching women uh, Java software development. Mm-hmm. And um, we're able to do that program. What's what's kind of neat about the program is we've, we've done it with the support of some financial partners who've made it free. So Hageman oh, Foundation uh, oh, out of out of Flint and Tech Systems. You know the large staffing company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They provide um, the funding to to train these women. And, and these women are from Detroit and Flint, so it's a sort of a two-city program. And then what's also really cool about it, which I think is something else that is really important for women entering sort of the tech profession, is that we're, we're partnered with the Michigan Council for Women in Technology. Ah, uh, yes. So we're providing yeah. sort of early career mentorship with the women mm. as they graduate. So it's a... Big a, theme for them, but that mentorship, yeah, huge theme for them. Their, their Ignite program. So it's... Um, I think it's one of the most more important things we've ever done, actually. And, and mm-hmm. so far, you know, we've got 14 employers who've lined up to um, so far and counting. You know, you what I love about this, Gary, is uh, what Damien's doing here is it's not a reinventing of the wheel. It's it's pulling together existing programs that are there already and helping them to work together. Well, and so many times they – great ideas, but they don't work. And Damien and, and his crew at Grand Circus, they figured out how to make it work. Matter of fact, you work with the Department of Labor – um, computer programming apprenticeship program that went on that was it started last year wasn't it? That's yeah, right. another good another program. So um, we wanted to create a program that was you know made made our, our um, made the career more accessible to people because we really believe that anybody could be a developer. Um, but our boot camps, you know, generally um, people have sort of a, a sort of a, a high school education or, or a college degree. Right. Um, so with the apprenticeship, we work with the Department of Labor um, to. To basically, and it's it's a, a competency based apprenticeship, which means it's not a time based thing. It's like you you strike off certain competencies over the course, and then you get a journeyman's card, much like I, a skilled. I trait. love that that yeah. And, and and so the way it works is that we train we train people for six to eight weeks, depending on the program, um, and then they get a job as an apprentice, and then oh, over generally eighteen twelve to eighteen months. Mm-hmm. They acquire these competencies and then become a, in, in the case of this, a computer programming apprentice. So it's not really that scary then for people that maybe they haven't had any kind of training prior to joining one of your classes. Not only do they go through the classes and learn some of the information, so many times that's just a, a license to learn more. And when you put them in a situation where everybody knows that they're still learning, that makes it comfortable for them. It, it does. So we, we definitely like to create multiple access points for people. But I think the other thing, the other thing to really describe about our, our program, technologies will change, right? There's, there's only right, so much right. you can learn that will be current and relevant in five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we like to think of, you know, the, the, the terrible analogy, but, you know, but teaching people to fish. Because I think mm-hmm. it's, it's really this idea that if you create a, fun, a foundation of knowledge um, and you really kind of become a lifelong learner in technology, that's what's going to make you more successful. Yeah, absolutely. You have to do yeah. that. Now, I, I would... Well, you have to change lures once in a while if one's not working, you know. <laughs> or worms, as or the worms, case may yeah. be. Cal, this is, we, this, this is a question you always ask is, how can people get involved in this? Exactly. That's, <laughs> a, that's where I was going to go next because I know if you're sitting out there with your little pencils, just write this down or listen carefully. Yeah, if you know somebody, <laughs> you want to send... you get involved in this madness? <laughs> well, there's, there's various ways you can get involved. And I've actually got a special offer for your listeners which okay. I can tell you in a minute. But um, we have various um, open houses, you know, scheduled fairly regularly, which is, ah. you know, an opportunity for people to come in and just talk to our staff, get to know students and, and really understand what the experience is like. So that's one option. Mm-hmm. Um, something else we do pretty regularly, a lot of people don't know if they can actually 
do this. I mean, there's sort of a certain mental yeah. barrier you have to get mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. So we have a program which kind of goes out into the community called a traveling circus. <laughs> I love it. And it's a, I uh, love it. It's a, essentially, it's a three-hour seminar that teaches you some very basic principles in JavaScript, um, mm. you know, some loops and, and mm-hmm. various other kind of things that, are, you know, you would need to know as a programmer. And you're actually writing code in the class. And it's, it's just a, it's a free program, very, um, you know, very accessible that, you know, it's another way for people to sort of figure out whether this is an, a, a, the right path for them. When you okay, say you've got so it, now you, I'm oh, going to interrupt you. You said two wonderful things. And how do people find out about when you're going to be doing those wonderful <laughs> yeah, things? Yeah, well, that's it. Thank you, Cal. Um, if you go to our website, um, it's grandcircus.co. So that's co without the M. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the information in our events tab, you know, has the open houses and the traveling circus, um, you know, dates. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And people can find out more about that. I I understand that you now you've had a tremendous commitment to the city of Detroit, but the the the, the phrase "Go west, young man" yes has, has rung in your heart, and you're <laughs> you're heading out to the west side of the state. Yeah, I mean we're we're you know we're not going anywhere. I mean Detroit, we still have a lot that we want to do here, but something that um you know we're really excited about is that we're we're growing, um and, and we're we're launching in West West Michigan uh, this October with a, a .NET program um, in Grand Rapids, firstly. Mm. So very, very excited. It's going to be a, oh, yeah. a, a big move for us. You know, i got to ask a question that's kind of off the, off the beaten path, but it'll be fun to do anyway. Uh, so we're becoming a, quite a technology hub here in downtown Detroit and in Michigan as well. Uh, seeing all that you came a little bit of a distance here to Detroit. <laughs> you could tell by the accent, could you? Oh, give or take. You know, I thought maybe you came from the southern part of Detroit, but I'm sure. <laughs> Coming this far, what attracted you to this area that would uh, that you could share that would make other people want to come to this area as well? Well, other than my wife, I was going to say. Well, <laughs> that's the reason I can think of. <laughs> yes, let, let's move a little bit beyond that. Just, <laughs> not, not to say that everything's above that, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look, it's a great question. I mean, I, I think the thing that's really exciting about Detroit is it's just it's a city that's obviously um, has tremendous opportunity. But I think it's a city where you have a real opportunity to have an impact. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and so I, that, that's what drew me here. I mean, when I when I first came, um, I moved here in 2009, and, and I first came down, I started coming downtown regularly in 2010, right as the Madison Theatre was being developed. Mm. Um, and there was just this pop of energy and, and life um, that really sucked me in. So... It's it sort of feels like and, and I think Detroit, and you fell in with a band of uh, entrepreneurs at the same time, right? Yeah, and no, we we um that's right. I had a couple of co-founders that you know that was really excited about building a business in Detroit as well, and and so yeah, I mean there's not many not many places you get to do that. Um, yeah, and so well, it was it was fun. one of my favorite people, Josh Linkner, and that must be just a hoot working with him because yeah. he is just full of so many great ideas. He is full of a very a very passionate man, is Josh. Oh. And just to get a better idea about you as a person, that sort of thing, did they have the same sort of thing going on back home in Australia where there was technology growing? And did you get involved back there or did you get involved initially over here? No, I got involved here. Okay. Um, you know, and, and this, this whole um, industry, if you like, of you know, coding boot camps is, is fairly recent. Um, mm. It's probably about two, three years old now. So when I was in Australia, you know, it, it wasn't a thing. Damien, before uh, you... you you are you have your finger on the pulse in many ways of, of what's going on in technology in Detroit, and and you're training people for the industries here. Uh, what are some of the most promising businesses that you've seen out there right now that are that look like they're going to uh, really burst and, oh, and become the new? Pencil out, okay, go ahead. Well, you know, outside <laughs> of 
I mean, I think that within the family company, you know, Quicken Loans is just continuing to grow, and oh, just yeah. amazing companies outside of the Madison, um, out of the Madison. You know, one company that I think is a, is you know just a, a spectacular business, and and is you know every time I speak to them, there's, there's sort of there's more growth. There's Duo Security in Ann Arbor. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Duo Security. Yeah. Yes, as a matter of fact, business. we just had somebody on recently. I, so Doug Song's wife last night. Yeah. So um, that's one example. Um, but there, there are many, and, and there are more all the time. Okay, we won't mention, mention any of the uh, the kids, <laughs> your favorite kids. Damien Roki, who is the CEO and co-founder of Grand Circus, thanks so much for being with us and for being our co-host.